Hey, this is Jim, and you're listening to the podcast edition of the Jim Toth Show. Hear us live weekday afternoons from 1 till 3. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Thank you very much, Tristan Field-Jones. You said that Kim Lawson is on the Faulty Towers? <laughs> yeah. Is I, that what you said? I you, mentioned that You she... stormed in the here, which okay. is unprofessional. Oh, oh, wow. When somebody's preparing for a next segment, and then you said that... Somebody else agrees with you, Kim Lawson, about Faulty Towers. I get it. I'm gonna. I'll okay. find time. It's a good show. First of all, you don't it, have to just keep proving the point. This is outrageous that you can spread such slander on air like this. Yes, it's true. She did text that to me on my personal phone, and I just mentioned it. I wasn't expecting it to come up on air. Tristan, so. Tristan, you were quite adamant that somebody else was on board with you. I'm just saying, right. you know, a little and then, bit. And then I also... If I could pull De Niro from Goodfellas a little bit. Okay. A little bit. You and, were pretty excited. And let's, and let's also a little, be, bit, little bit. Let's also be clear. I did, I did not come storming into the studio Kay. to tell you that. Okay, thank you. Uh, as you go back to the newsroom, Marnie Blunt will be passing you because she's going to be in our next segment. As you storm back to the newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> You've noticed that too, eh, Kyle? I don't know why. I dig you, TFJ. I, I, just, kick out I am amazed at Hey, at, I've we've got a guest waiting. Okay. If you could be a professional. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. Unprofessional with the storming in about the faulty towers okay. and now this. Somebody is waiting. And seeing how he's here and I'm here, it's our time. We're wasting our time. Uh, we'll talk to you at 2.30. Thank you, TFJ. Marnie Blunt's going to join us. She'll pass you in the hallway um, and talk about these uh, low levels in the rivers here in Winnipeg. And, of course, Kelly Hearson from that story I ran just before the 2 o'clock news about those found war medals from his grandfather. So I'm looking forward to that as well. I'm looking forward to this, too. Jamie Thomas, Jets radio analyst here on 680 CJOB, is joining us. Good day, sir. How are you? Sorry to make you wait like that. Have you ever noticed that news people are always storming around everywhere? Storming it's very they're serious. always in haste. They always yeah. look angry because they're so busy. So it's just yeah. like often they're, totally. and they're storming you. They pass you and they're like, "Is that pizza?" And you're like, "Take it easy. There's plenty here for everybody." They barely look at us sports people, you know. They're just like, uh, <laughs> "True enough, <laughs> like, true you enough." Get, you guys get free food everywhere you go. You think you have it so rough. every night is pizza night. Busy you watching night. your sporting things. <laughs> How tough is your job? What have you done for you? Lately. <laughs> oh, he is fuming right now. If you could only see him, uh, <laughs> I don't even have to know the guy, and I know what he looks like right now. Just, just <laughs> you've seen it. You've seen it too many times in a newsroom. Many news people in my time, you know this. <laughs> what do you make of the Jack Eichel trade, sir? Oh my gosh! I think I saw a tweet that said only the Vegas Golden Knights are allowed to trade for elite players, and it, it seems like that. So. And I remember uh, back in my time at Sportsnet, when Greg Zahn was there, he used to say prospects were meant to be traded all the time. Cause oh, I remember really? Yeah. Yeah, he just said prospects are meant to be traded all the time. So it's just, that's what it just really feels like with the, with the Vegas Golden Knights. It, it's, a, it's an interesting deal. And when I heard it was them and Calgary, I'm like, oh, Vegas, is, Vegas has it. So um, I, I don't think Calgary was in particularly <laughs> happy or – thrilled about the idea and I've, I've seen reports um, saying otherwise about Kachuk. I don't think they really want to trade him. So I've seen some, I don't think that that name really pops up anywhere, but it's, I'm not surprised it was Vegas. I just wonder now after the surgery and everything like that, what are they getting and what, what Jack Eichel are they getting? Because the Jack Eichel that I've seen 
over the last little bit. And I know it was tough times in, in Buffalo and they were never really on the same page, but I, I hope they're getting more than the Jack Eichel we've seen over the you know last little bit since he was drafted. Cause I, I know he's got elite potential, but there's you better bring a lot more than that you, you've brought over the years with the Buffalo Sabres, that's for sure. If, if, and I'm, I'm sure Kelly McCrim and the, and the Vegas Golden Knights are, are hoping the same thing. Well, the Nolan Patricks, the the Jack Eichels, the the bringing in of Petrangelo when you n- didn't yeah. have cap space to begin with, like I kind of dig it. I really do, Jamie, just because like there's a team that I'm going for it, and I'm going for it for a couple of years now. But eventually, that's yeah. going to catch up to you and. And the risk involved in this one, I, I really question it. And far be it for me to question Kelly McCrimmon and what he's put together yeah. at all levels of hockey. But it just it's it's a way bigger risk than just getting a disgruntled player who you think will play very well for you with with that surgery mm-hmm. and then the cap space and everything else. But what about the Buffalo side? Like Peyton Krebs is a point of game player in a yeah. very very short AHL career. He hasn't had yeah. a point in nine games yet this year, but. I like them. Alex Tuck is a good, solid player. And, and, and yes. our text line here at 680 CJOB is filled with people going, the Jets should have gone and got Alex Tuck, and who's injured yeah. now too. But the type of player like that, what do you think Buffalo made with, with this deal of a player who we we honestly, and I'm not being dramatic, may not play again, we have to see, and may not yeah. play together at elite level. But then what do you make of the haul for a guy that just wasn't going to play for you again? Yeah, I think it's a great haul, and it, and I've, I've, I appreciate Buffalo's patience. They could have dealt Jack Eichel a long time ago, but I think they waited long enough to get a half decent player. And it, you, anytime there's a trade, there's always a fan base that we should have went and got him. That's just the way it is. Um, I, I'm pretty impressed with Jets forward group right now. I don't think Alex, you know, no defense to Zach, Alex Tuck, but I, I think he'll take Jets top nine forward group anytime in that in that aspect. So um, I, I think Buffalo did a great job and. For all the tough times have been and the lack of respect they've had uh, over the years, and, it, and it's well earned. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Buffalo's kind of like heading into a good place right now, and we'll and you know the draft capital they're getting back is great, and with their continued rebuild that seems to last forever, it's um, I think it's a pretty good haul for them. And uh, oh, a big fan of Alex Tuck, like many other people on your text line, but uh, and then Peyton Krebs, I mean, great player, so young player and. With, Hopefully it plays into what Buffalo's doing, and I appreciate what Buffalo's, you know, without what they've done without Jack Eichel. It's, I think it's admirable of what they've been able to pull off without an elite player in their in their dressing room and on the ice for them. So full credit to Buffalo at this moment. And as much as I like everything about Peyton Krebs on the ice, he's a potential future captain too, and not immediately, yeah. obviously, but no. he he's a leader off the ice and in rooms and stuff like that. So it's it's a pretty good deal for Buffalo Jets practice today no Connor Hellebuck again and I think everybody got a little nervous about that but then you think about it if it's an early morning childbirth which it was Mm -hmm. and then you're not there the next day it's not exactly like 48 hours later you're going to be primed and ready to go Um, uh, uh, so like I'm not going to you know speculate and panic too much Paul Maurice said he just wasn't feeling well so um, that could be a number of things especially in this time and day and age that we're living in but it could also just be that you know less than 48 hours ago he was up all night and with his wife and, and needs another mm-hmm. day yeah we have to make sure we throw in andrea was up as well so <laughs> oh yeah i didn't mean it by him I, I, no i wasn't saying you were saying that but we always have to qualify that <laughs> very, very good point i might not be able to go home right now if, if i didn't if i'm so i'm glad you threw that in there yes 
I'll never forget when my first kid was being born, I was kind of looking at this and I'm like, can you like hurry this up a little bit? Like, it's like late. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, to point that out too, I did, uh, everybody sent me such well wishes about a year ago now um, that when I applied, I said, everybody's fine. Thank you for the well, well wishes, but I'm really, really tired, but please don't tell anybody that. So uh, I get it. <laughs> I feel fresh. I can go hours on this one, but <laughs> yeah. But Burton's back up, and and I guess we'll wait and see till tomorrow. Um, yeah. and best probably not to speculate. It could be a number of things that he wasn't there today, just not feeling well. Yeah, and then you know we've seen Connor Hellebuck has been out many times on a game day skate and doesn't need that much either, right? Too. So I could see what what they have, and and but how about this? You you're in a comfortable place now if you're Paul Maurice because of what Eric Comrie has given you. In back in his in his two starts already this year, right? You're not going. Oh no, Eric Comrie's going into the backup goaltender. I think you're you're you. Of course, you would love to have your Connor Hellebuck there if he doesn't get to go again tomorrow night. But I also think you feel comfortable throwing Eric Comrie back in there too, right? So sure. Um, yeah, it's he is. I think what I've seen from Eric Comrie in his two starts this year, and I said this the other night, is there's it's a big difference when you're not being called up from the American Hockey League and like, okay, here's your one start this year. Now it's like you're the backup goaltender. We need another start from you. I think there's just, I feel that there's something different about Eric Conroy just based on that alone, that he's the bonafide backup here. And he doesn't have to worry about having a tough night and being sent down or anything like that too. So um, that's that's the bonus out of this. Whatever is going on with, with Connor Hellebuck, whether he's still tired after the birth of his first child and, or he's there's something else going on. I think the Jets are in a good spot throwing out Eric Comrie again against the Chicago Blackhawks. So that's that is the bonus part out of this. I just think it's one it's a tired parent and he's being given time off by the club. I'm just I'm speculating, but uh, I think I feel comfortable saying that. He's just a one tired guy after um, you know becoming a father for the first time. Tired parents, tired yeah. parents, parents. Parents. One of two tired parents. There we go. Right before we and the least tired of the two. That's there, the other one of that that Oh, now we're just now we're flying <laughs> out of the gates here. Even veteran. Even veteran of this. There we go. Veteran move. Um right before we let you go, Chicago's in town tomorrow night. What do you think it's gonna be like uh with the Blackhawks in town tomorrow down at the arena, in and around the arena? Uh interesting. That's what I'll go with right now. And okay. I mean the Blackhawks outside of what is surrounding the organization uh, in a tough spot, right? You, you expedited your rebuild significantly by bringing Marc-Andre Fleury, spending some free agent dollars, rebuilding your back end, sending out Duncan Keith. I think this is not what you were hoping for. Um, I don't know if whatever the, the distraction is going on right now, but it is not uh, getting the best bang for your buck right now for what Chicago spent in the offseason rebuilding their roster too. So it, um I'm curious to see what it's like. Um, it's, you know, the it's a tough spot for the organization to be in. They've put themselves in it. Um, now we'll see how the rest, of, how the team reacts to what's gone on over the last little bit too here as well. So I, I qualify what it's going to be tomorrow like with interesting because it's going to follow them around for a significant amount of time. And um, there's, there's no doubt about that. We appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this. And uh, we'll listen for you and Paul tomorrow night. Okay, thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon, Jimmy.